Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown. It's uh, Monday, and gee, there was some amazing racing this past weekend. Uh, Ironman 70.3 World Championships in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, what an amazing race, both men's and ladies. And I see Ironman's taking a bit of flack for, for not focusing too much on the age groupers, which, uh, if I have to be honest, tend to agree with, but uh, some great racing nonetheless in both of those races. Also, another epic day out at Ironman Wales. Congratulations to everybody who raced in Tenby on Sunday. Uh, and then also Ironman Wisconsin uh, this past weekend. And uh, a couple of great performances. And someone who has uh, been on the podcast very, very recently, actually, Zach. Carr, the first age grouper home in a shade over nine hours. Zach, uh, you are an absolute machine, mate. If you haven't listened to Zach's story, uh, I'd suggest go back uh, a few episodes and uh, listen to that. Uh, He's one of nine kids, uh, and he's the only one. Uh, who is uh, very, very active and uh, yeah, took it a pretty late and comes from a, a fairly unhealthy lifestyle and, and background. So uh, fascinating chat. Zach, congratulations, mate. That is a superb, superb performance. Well done. Uh, if you raced this past weekend, there were a whole bunch of other races as well that uh, I was tracking online. Had a few uh, people that I was following. Congratulations to you. And I think a very special shout out uh, needs to go to Richard Wright. I mentioned uh, on Friday's edition of the Kona Edge of uh, a guy that I know from back here in South Africa who was in Wales this past weekend, uh, who was doing the Ironman Wales. And uh, he's got a phenomenal, phenomenal story. He's smack bang in the middle of some hectic, hectic chemotherapy, uh, fighting a pretty strong battle. And uh, yeah, wasn't given the greatest of prognosis, uh, probably in the last year. And uh, he's just doing some amazing, amazing things. And I can tell you, in the conditions in Tenby on Sunday, Richard went just over 12 hours. So <laughs> what uh, swam sub an hour. Uh, apparently the swim was quite lumpy. So Richard, uh, if you're listening, massive respect, mate. And uh, keep fighting the good fight, doing it for great cause as well. Before we get into today's uh, episode of the Kona Edge, uh, I must tell you that it is brought to you by Jack Rabbit. It is September and the whole of September. Uh, it is Hoka One One Month at jackrabbit.com. And we're teaming up to give away four pairs of Hoka One One running shoes. And it's your choice. We're not going to give you the pairs that have been sitting on the shelves for the last three years that uh, they can't sell. We're going to give you the choice of which ones you want, okay? So go check it out. That's jackrabbit.com forward slash Kona Edge is where you can get all the details. If you're not in the draw yet, do it right now, okay? Because we are announcing the first winner tomorrow here on the Kona Edge. We're going to be giving away four pairs, so if you want to increase your chances of winning, get in there right now, okay? That's uh, jackrabbit.com forward slash Kona Edge if you want to find out what it's like to run on the official shoe of the Ironman World Championships. This is your chance. You can also text the word jackrabbit to 44222, and I'll text you all the details back, okay? That URL, once again, is jackrabbit.com forward slash Kona Edge. Coming up next on the other side of our coach's corner, we'll touch base with Kevin Portman to chat some running. Today's Coach's Corner is brought to you by Tri Mani Triathlon Coaching. For the past 11 years, Mani and Carl Sumbal have shared a very active lifestyle together. As long-time competitive athletes, they've achieved a number of athletic accomplishments in the sport of swimming, running, triathlon, and cycling. Over time, the athletic hobby turned into a respectable and successful business. 
Trimani Coaching and Nutrition offers effective coaching and nutrition strategies designed to help athletes achieve healthy habits and athletic excellence. Trimani believes in incorporating scientific research with practical ideologies and applying this information to real-world settings to help triathletes develop and excel on race day. Between them both, they have successfully finished 18 Ironman triathlons and have competed in the Ironman World Championships in Kona, Hawaii, a total of six times. Marnie is a board-certified sport dietitian with a Master's of Science in Exercise Physiology, and Carl is an experienced retool bike specialist, former Cat 1 cyclist, and proficient bike mechanic. Between them both, they have many years of practice, education, and skills from their own athletic careers and now apply that experience and knowledge to athletes of all fitness levels. Trimani offers a variety of services from daily and sport nutrition consultations, sweat testing, retool bike fits, private and group training camps, and coaching. To discover more about Trimani Triathlon Coaching, head over to theconaedge.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, if you're a coach or if you have a coaching business and would like to get a plug on the podcast, head over to theconaedge.com forward slash coaching. Onto your run now. Uh, also, you, you've mentioned it's not your strongest. Do you think it's stronger than your swim, or is your run your weakest at the moment? Uh, the run is definitely where um, I could make a, a biggest impact. I think in in my in my racing, uh, it it showed some good signs, and I think training. When my in my training, I'm showing some really good uh, numbers and really good progress. It hasn't materialized during the race, and it's. Again, I have to to be patient, but I'm frustrated not to be able to reproduce what I do in training. Um, but yeah, the run is definitely, you know, I think on the swim, if I can gain a minute and a half, that would be fantastic for me. Uh, on the run, uh, I think my fastest split for half hour men was uh, Oceanside in 119, uh, but that's nowhere near competitive. Uh, I think you need to be at 115 or, or faster these days until your fellow compatriot, um, Rich Murray, decides to join <laughs> the 70.3 fun and, and breaks the 110 uh, at every single race. <laughs> but for now, if, if you're not running a 115 or, or faster at a very competitive race, it's just very, very difficult to compete. It- um, so I don't know if I can get 115, but... You know, I like to be uh, 117, 116. That would be that would be great. As much as it's frustrating, it it must be knowing that there there is still time to be made up there. That that must fill you with a bit of confidence. Knowing it would be a different story if you were on the edge and and there was no no gains to be made there. But there is lots of lots of room for for improvement. Yeah, and 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 you're right. You're absolutely right. And what what's even more motivating is that I see those numbers um, in training. So. You know, I mean, not all the time, but I see those numbers coming in sometimes and just seeing that I'm there and, and just trying to find what is missing for me to be able to do it. Um, it's yeah, it's definitely exciting. It's very motivating. It's, uh, you know, I, I guess I just it just needs to click one day on a rate where, you know, things things work, work out in my favor and, and I actually can prove to myself that I can do it again. It, it ties back to, uh, you know, how much do I believe in myself and, and the mental strength? Um, but, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, work has, has been paying off. It hasn't necessarily shown in, in my run abilities, but 
uh, if I keep the focus and the commitment, I think uh, I'll be able to see some progress in, in the coming years. And I mean, going 117 is not going to happen uh, tomorrow, but um, working towards it for sure. And I think that's an important lesson, particularly for age groupers. You, you see it, yes, there are some age groupers who burst onto the scene and they, they're phenomenal to start with, but often those guys then fade away and two, three years later they're no longer in the sport. But for the vast majority of age groupers, it's a work in progress. It takes years to, 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 to put in performances and, and it might mean jumping up to another age group or, 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 or moving on before you, you do start getting those results. It's a, it's a consistency thing and it's a patience thing, as you said. Yeah, and, and you know, you, you hear some age groupers thinking that for them to qualify for Kona, they need to run a sub three marathon. And when when you when when you see results out there and what's published in media, in social media, yeah, you see the splits of Jan Ferdino and Sebastian Skinley, which are <laughs> incredible. I mean it's you know, two forty two, two forty five, two forty four. That's that's amazing, but that's not the norm. You know, those guys are, are beasts. Uh, but uh, some age groupers think that it's the norm, and uh, now you start hearing people say that if they run a three fifteen or three thirty, it's it's bad, it's slow. Uh, but I mean, let's let's face it: a three thirty marathon in itself is fairly fast. Was it seven thirty pace? Uh, so three thirty off, you know, one hundred twelve mile bike. Um, that's pretty impressive, but I think people are in um, in this uh, virtual reality where they think that you know a three-hour marathon is the norm to to go to Kona. Um, yeah, there, there are a few people, a few age groupers that do it, but there are not that many, and there are not that many pros that can run a three three-hour marathon. So, yeah, um, you know, it, it's interesting to see where you know where people's heads are and, and mindsets are. Um, I wish I could do a three-hour marathon. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> we, we spoke about my, my Zurich. I, man, I was quite happy with the three-hour first half of my marathon on that day, but that's a whole other story. Let, let's talk, let's talk gear-wise. What do you, what do you run in uh, shoes-wise? What do you, what do you use? Uh, I love my on-running shoes. Um, I discovered them three years ago. And I just wanted to switch things around just to try a new brand. And I tried Asics and it just wasn't for me. So I switched back to On. And I I don't know what the Swiss do, but they did it right. At least for me, it works. It's, a, it's such a comfortable shoe. I use the Cloud Surfers for training. And I use the, their new uh, Cloudflow, um, Cloudflow for uh, my racing. And um, no blisters whatsoever, no pain in, in the feet and it's just i don't know i i love i can't think of, of anything bad to say about the shoe and uh yeah love the brand love love the shoes and and once you get in something is, once you get into something it works don't change it if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah and it is not a uh i'm not sponsored by on so i'm not paid to say <laughs> good things about the brand but it's definitely yeah um i mean you know, I haven't tried other brands like Sokani and those brands, so I can't really speak for other brands, but On has worked for me and is working for me, so I won't. I have no plans of changing that Brilliant. unless a brand wants to pay me to change. <laughs> <laughs>
And that's it for this edition of the Cone Edge. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Before I go, uh, I haven't done this for a while, but we've had a couple more iTunes reviews coming through. Got one in from Who's Here Try in the United States saying, Great podcast, very helpful. I've uh, truly enjoyed listening to the Cone Edge during my daily commute as I trained for my first Ironman in November. The variety of length and topics of each podcast really hit the mark. Nice work, Brad. Keep up the work. Uh, that is Zach in Fort Wayne in Indiana. Uh, Zach, thank you for your review. Much appreciated. And if you haven't left us a review yet, please consider doing so. Uh, it just helps us get in front of more traffic just like you. Uh, it takes literally two minutes out of your time, and it helps us spread the word and uh, grow the sport that we love so much. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, uh, that would be awesome. And don't forget uh, that this episode of the Kona Edge was brought to you by jackrabbit.com. We're teaming up with them for the month of September. We're giving away four pairs of uh, Hoka O. One One running shoes because it is Hoka month uh, at jackrabbit.com. And if you'd like to get in the draw, the first winner will be announced tomorrow here on the podcast. So get in that draw now, okay? Uh, that's jackrabbit.com forward slash Kona Edge uh, to get in the draw. Or simply text the word jackrabbit, one word, okay? That's J-A-C-K-R-A-B-B-I-T to 44222, and I'll send you all the details back. Coming up tomorrow, we'll be chatting some nutrition and our first winner, compliments of Jack Rabbit. Until then, from myself, Brad Brown, it's cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for the Kona Edge.